0: all right let's go <clears throat> this podcast contains uh explicit language adult beverages delicious tobacco and what's that say flagrant misuse of dice what does that even mean
1: who the hell wrote this to hell with it i need a drink huh oh okay whatever
0: <clears throat> this is the dice and pipes podcast This crazy. You know what else is crazy? Dyson pipes (laughs) coming at you from the ethereal realm. You're drinking coffee out of a Christmas mug. Merry Christmas. We're trying to sober up. No, Merry Christmas. (laughs) We have adult things to do. Oh God, I have to be (laughs) responsible. (laughs)
1: Come on. Hello. Hello. Who that?
0: Who is that? Hello.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> How's that for a loyal customer? Uh,
0: I'm glad that you're a loyal customer to somebody. Just like we're loyal to our fans. Yeah. I'm not sure if we're customers or not.
1: But no, no.
0: I guess they're our customers. We're loyal d- distributors. Yeah, yeah. we're distributors. I like that. We're drinking coffee. We're trying to sober up. Fuck this me, batch recording might be... I'd like to propose a toast. It, yes, please. To batch recording. <laughs> this is an impromptu <laughs> toast. In, on paper, it makes such a great idea. Record yes. like a month's worth of episodes yeah, in advance. Yeah. Uh, so th- for those of you who are uninitiated, we record like five hours of gameplay, mm-hmm. right? You should know by now that we record, uh, we release two episodes a week, one Warhammer, one D&D, and we do that for the people. Because if you like Warhammer, you don't want to listen to D&D. No, fuck that. If you like D&D, you don't want to listen to Warhammer. fuck that. Yeah. Some of you are sick enough to like both. So we'll record like five, six hours of a gameplay session of Mm D&D. Then we'll record five or six hours of a gameplay session of Warhammer. Then we'll come back and we'll batch record, if you're following along, all the intros and outros for each gameplay session. And we'll find fun places to cut it. Uh, mm-hmm. During the gameplay, cliffhangers. Yes, the 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 net negative to that. No, there's no <laughs> negative. Is like every fourth episode
1: we're fucking bombed. <laughs> we're like on the cusp of being bombed, and then you realize like you have adult responsibilities. To,
0: right. To do so it. like in reality, <clears throat> if you were to listen to our previous episode on knock knock jokes, little. Yeah. Little twisted up. <laughs> yeah, that was getting kind of ugly.
1: And so like every a, like 3-4 episodes like shit starts to go downhill and then we write the ship on the 5th episode. Right.
0: And now the real mind bender is we decided today as we're recording this batch of episodes that we're going to do all D&D and then all Warhammer. So who knows how fucked up we are on this version of oh, Warhammer man. in the other universe. It's like the multiverse all coming together. Yeah, yeah, we're in a multiverse. So wherever you are, please raise your coffee mugs because you're too drunk. Perfect. You're drunk, time to go home. Uh, Raise your coffee mugs uh, to batch recording. God, we're drinking coffee. Can I put alcohol in this? I mean, I'm not going to stop you, but you have to drive home. Yeah, I do. And the last couple times we've done batch recordings, I try to end with the coffee to kind of bring us back to reality. No, that's
1: a very good idea. I don't want you getting arrested. Well, can, can we record with me being in Sing Sing?
0: There is a podcast from
1: prison. There is. So, so we'll, we could do this. We'll,
0: right now, welcome to Dr. Phil <laughs> coming in on satellite. We have Chris.
1: I'm off duty. I
0: don't know where that's from. Uh, so, I mean, we, I guess we keep doing batch recording, right? That's the only way to. Yeah. We never want to miss an episode. Can't miss an episode. Because we also have a little surprise. I'm not going to let it. No. Uh, Catch out of the bag. Not really going to matter, but if we do miss an episode, mm-hmm. we have a batch of emergency episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we can release. Okay. Yes. So, like, if we start getting to like, there's only two episodes in the bag, we might pull the e break and launch one of these specialty
1: episodes. Yes, or both of us will quit work and just mass record. Yes, yes. Um, so to batch recording, to batch these, recording. These aren't the the oh, yeah. uh, pinkies out. Right. Oh yes, <laughs> <Amused>. <laughs> toodles. How is this with no sugar? I actually don't mind it. I put half a Splenda. Yeah,
0: that's, good. that's all I had was Splenda.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah.
0: What is this? Uh, French vanilla coffee with just milk. Okay. Normally, yeah. I have real bougie coffee. Right, um, right, but I like to add the bougie creamer. Oh, I see. And just a just a just a piss whisker mm. of, of sugar. That's why I asked you to bring me a coffee because I didn't have any of the accoutrements.
1: Yes. But no, this is this is fine. This is emergency. This is acceptable. Yeah, this will get me home, <laughs> and that's all and we can ask. That's all I care about. I feel sorry for your wife. Mm. Well, luckily I have like four. No, I have two hours before she gets home. Yeah. Um.
0: So, with that being said, I guess it's time to uh, let's dive into the episode. I, I think we're going to officially end chapter one. Ooh. I think that right where this ends I would is say, say, is a good. Chapter yeah, yeah, one. yeah. That's actually a good point, yep. Because the bulk of this is going to be the aftermath, because I really want to yes. talk to you. Because now this will be officially, as we're recording this, mm-hmm. we are out of D&D gameplay.
1: Holy shit.
0: And now we can really get into what you're looking to do next. So, everyone, enjoy. Uh, this is uh, Harrison Bullet making a lot of questionable decisions. <laughs> oh.
1: Thank you, alcohol. <laughs>
2: Ah, the following gameplay is brought to you by Paladin Coffee. Enjoy a delicious cup of amazing coffee and get you through your day. Find them at PaladinCoffee.com
1: I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons & Dragons. I think we should continue to investigate the swamp, see if there's anything else that we can come across. I mean, look,
0: you know, Alvord says that there's a town of of cutthroats. We could just blame them. Have the Thunder Force roll in. They won't ask any questions.
1: Well, again, we we should head to the town. Maybe step foot in the town so people see us. So it doesn't appear as though we're trying to create this smoke and mirror campaign and hide the truth. Because you know the way that they are, they will they will find the truth.
0: What do we do about
1: him? And he points to Citadel. Let me worry about him. So we're going to go to Swamp's Edge? Well, I look to Alvord. What are his thoughts on this? Is he okay with this plan, hiding this information from the Imperium? You know, uh, I, I think
0: we've gone too far. I, I think if we don't come up with something good, uh, none of us are going to survive this. I think, as much as I think it's crazy, I think Whitmore has the right idea. I think, I I agree with you, we should at least step foot in this town and maybe cause a little bit of ruckus so people would remember us, Uh, and I think we should just blame them. They're criminals. The town. Yeah. As far as I know. I mean, maybe if we get there, that's the other thing, is maybe if we get there, we realize they're not criminals, we have to adjust our plan. Uh, But... There's got to be 20 dead guards in Hexley. You know, we we can always just say, hey, they got in our way, and that might fly. I mean,
1: I've, I've, uh, I
0: well, don't know.
1: I, I still don't see how we explain Citadel. We might
0: have to leave him here.
1: Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. But it's kind of odd... How we pick up a party member that had <clears throat> that has the ability to kill dozens, at least a dozen people, and we just part with him? You know what's going to happen to him.
0: Where did you find him? What happened on the other side of that pool?
1: I don't even know. I stepped into the pool, and the next thing I know...
0: Can we put him back there? Because we don't need to go into Hexley to get back to that pool. No, but do
1: you truly believe that that mine is not going to be heavily guarded? Are there any other pools? Hmm. I don't know how this magic works. Would would Citadel know? I mean, he's right here, right? He's obviously yeah. listening to the conversation. Uh, he,
0: like, I, I don't know how exactly. Unless somebody like addresses him, or right, He, he stays quiet. Danger. He's just gonna, la 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 la.
1: <laughs> so, I I say we bring him with us. I say we travel west in the swamp we bring him with us let's let's see what we can find in this basically exiled village of the swamp let's see what information we can we can put together
0: so it sounds like we're going to swamp's
1: edge yes all right um two bowls in by the way of pipe tobacco yes yeah i should be clear
0: it's like fast times at ridgemont high (laughs) What was that? <laughs> My skull! <laughs> uh, all right, give me a flat 20. Four. <laughs> Good. Uh, I would say that by the eighth of Adonis, uh, you roll into Swamp's Edge. Uh, and you get there. It was not a fun journey. Uh, It was bad. You're out of food, and everyone in the party has one... Well, except for Citadel, everyone has one level of exhaustion.
1: It was fun for me, though. I have these cool gauntlets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that's a... Are you going to try and hide these things? Because I guess, like, looking at them, you'd be like, these are weird fucking gauntlets. But they don't exude magic. It's not like they're glowing or whatnot.
1: I... I, I (sighs) my initial impression would be maybe to try to hide them just because it's odd. I can't pull them off of my hands. There's something magical going on there. Like trying to shake someone's hand in a formal setting might be an issue. Right. But I'm going to have to, to the members of my party, I think not only would I let them know about these gauntlets and how I found them inside of the tree um, that they never saw me go into, um, but I would also point out to Alfred and Whitmore that there were a total of three other temples not just on what we had known as the only land in, in our world, but there were two, right, that were off of... Uh There's two other continents. Right, right. No, 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 I understand. I'm saying one, one temple was, and, and again, I'll explain to them how one temple was within that lake that's yes. on this continent, and the other two being off... Well, the temples are
0: different. So the temples were not marked on that map. But you've now learned that there's another temple in the lake. Right. There was one in the swamp, which you found. And then there's other ones in other continents that you're not exactly sure where they are. The portals were marked on the maps inside the cave in Hexley. uh, And those portals were found uh, in Windspell Forest and in Steel Star Ridge. And then A large one at least indicated by the map in the center of the continent which now is the Imperium Capitus
1: so these were portals
0: right so we know that at least what we can infer from the dreams is that there's two more temples three more temples out there and a a total of four portals right one in the mine in Debrin in Debrin we don't know if there's portals
1: in other continents and and based obviously based on my interaction with the portal it's not taking you from one point to another you just drop in and then come right back out so it's really what's contained within the portal right That's if you the if you were
0: to recall when you were in that floating castle thing there were 12 portals
1: oh shit that were
0: closed off with these with these kingly looking figures right. standing above them Okay. Okay. Which I guess would indicate that there are more in these other continents, but right. it's anyone's guess how to even go about getting there. Okay. So as, as a, just a quick recap, where we stand right now, there are at least three other portals with the caves and the dungeons and everything that goes along with it in Debrin, the continent that you're on now. Right. And there's one other temple on this continent with two other temples on a different
1: continent you're not sure where okay well i think our 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 mission is going to lead us to uh the town west in the swamp so now we're we're on the eighth of adonis
0: and we are Mm -hmm. in swamp's edge okay uh i would say you get there probably in the morning late morning it's a ramshackle town uh, instead of roads, it's just mud pathways. And if the water and the mush gets too thick, they build little wooden bridges to bypass it. Uh, very run-down buildings. Just a, the dirtiest place you could possibly think of. Roll a perception for me. 19. While there are people walking around, there's butchers, there's fishermen doing their thing, uh, you can't help but notice there, you don't see anybody under the age of 13
1: would this lead me to believe that's a product of you have to remember this Mm. town has been here for a long time wait no people under the age of 13 now women get sent here yeah there's women here okay so what happens to the children hmm that is the question (laughs) where the answer needs to be uncovered okay Good info. What are we looking to do? Find out a way to pin this all on this town. So there's... Um, do they have a, like a government here? Do I know anything about that? Or no. is there any way that I can kind of investigate that? Maybe A lot of had-
0: people don't even realize this is here. Alvord knows it's here only right. because of his journeys in the swamp.
1: Well, I mean, even the people that exist here, that are living here. Um, I-, I would guess like any other adventure begins, <clears throat> I would I would maybe head towards an inn. However, I do not want to bring Citadel with us.
0: I would imagine you probably left Citadel hidden in the mush in the marsh somewhere outside of town. Would
1: we have done that? I almost wanna like lay waste to this town. <laughs> and then just say that it was this town. Do, does The problem with that... Well, does Alfred have an understanding as to how many people may reside? No, he's never been here. Um, okay. But Alvord
0: will speak up to that plan and say, you know, the problem with that is are they really going to believe that a hunter, a portmaster, and a rookie soldier wiped out an entire village? Oh, no, I'm not
1: saying that we did it. That we came here and they were all dead. <laughs> Now the real question is, would we actually be able to eliminate everybody in this village without having one person escape and finger us to somebody? The other problem is going to be, if we try to sneak Citadel back into the mine and put him back through this portal that I went through where I discovered him, what's to stop somebody else from going into that that portal and getting him? We found that door with ease. Are you still with Citadel? Yeah, 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 I would say these are conversations okay. that are taking place in uh, the Citadel way.
0: will let you know only the traveler can use
1: it. Oh, so nobody else could have gone through the th- through the water into that portal. Now they have to be
0: chosen by the sisters.
1: How uh, is life in the portal, Citadel?
0: No matter how long you're there, time is not affected. So, you and I had a good 10-15 minute conversation there. It was mere seconds to your friends in the cavern. Okay. I would prefer not to go back. I'm with the Traveler now. Unless you give me a very specific order to leave your side, I wouldn't willingly do it. If you're looking for a place to hide me for some reason, I guess my kind isn't welcome here anymore. We're probably where we are now. We are closer to Steel Star Ridge than we are Hexley. There's another portal there. Okay.
1: So I think my plan, like the overall plan, will be deal with what we have to do in the swamp and then make our way to Steel Store, see if we can stash him there and then head back up to Northridge. So we're going to try and wipe out the city? Give me... I think I want to do some recon on the city. I, want, I just want to get a general... First, see, I don't know if I want to wipe it out right away because I want to find out now. You, you kind of piqued my interest with these kids. Like, what's going on with the children? Are they being sacrificed? Like, now I almost feel as though this has something to do with Whitwar's dream. Part of me believes that these three sisters feed on these people, or at least in an effort to keep them at bay, they sacrifice their children to the three sisters, so they're left alone. Will I do a little investigating? Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to investigate this town for a bit.
0: Where would you like to go?
1: Um. Do you want to go to, like, a bar? Do you want to go to... Yeah, I'm thinking a bar, or maybe if there's a, uh... uh do- Would you like to go to the Venomous Crab? Well, that piques my interest. Venomous Crab? Yes. I love seafood. Yeah, it's- let's go to the Venomous Crab.
0: All right. So it's uh, near the middle of the town. The town is small. It's, I- it's not as small as, like, that little village you went through with the Dispute. Uh, but it's probably only got maybe 70, 80 buildings. Um, okay. Very run down, very dirty. The people aren't quite as mean as you would have thought. Uh, you know, the way Alvord spoke, walking into this village, you would have thought people were getting ready to slit your throat at every turn. Uh, these look like like third generation people that were once criminals. So like great-great-grandfather was a criminal. Right. I was born here. I'm not getting out of this swamp. Um, they're just people scraping to get by. That's your vibe from okay. this place. All right. So yeah, we're gonna go to the There local are war. unsavory people here. Right. Everyone's a little unsavory, but
1: that's a different thing than a criminal. Do they um do they continue to send criminals here? Like is this still like a, a, a popular like exile location for criminals for the Imperium? Uh that would be a question
0: for somebody who is in Fort Vogtrim. This seems like a very Fort Vogtrim style of thing to do. Um, To outcast people to this. you would have to talk to somebody in charge there. Hey, do you still send people here as exiles? Uh, Whitmore would have no idea. Right. Uh, Again, Alvord seems to think that these people are all generational. Okay. All right, so we we make our way into the bar. You hide Citadel?
1: Yeah, Citadel is out in the swamp someplace. Okay. Uh,
0: So you find yourself in the Venomous Crabs and... uh, As the rest of the town, it is just moldy and dirty. Mm. Uh, The beer is kind of cloudy. Surprisingly, you don't really go to taverns to have a drink and a good time. It's more like to wash away your reality. You're drinking because you have to, (laughs) not because you want to. Right. Uh, There's a couple of old shiftless hobos inside the place, drunk, sleeping on the bar, that kind of thing. And a a thin man uh, just... Kind of standing at the bar, just staring out the
1: window, waiting for the day to go by. Okay. And, by the way, on the way into the bar, I'm just getting a loose head count as to how many people I see in the town. If you were to estimate by what you've seen so far,
0: a couple hundred would be a lot. Roughly, you know, maybe two, 250, somewhere
1: in there. Okay. Understood. So, uh, we, we'll step up to the bar. I, I look over at Whitmore, and I say, remember what happened the last bar we were in? I point my finger at him.
0: Damn cheaters.
1: No, we're not playing these games today, buddy. Uh, okay. All I'll right. just let you do the talking. Oh, thank you, bud. Thank you. And you've been great so far.
0: Uh, Luckily, you guys are filthy dirty. Uh, oh, so we fit right in with the local we Not like, quite. Uh, William Foster, the owner-operator bartender. Okay. Uh, can't help but notice
1: Whitmore's gear. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Okay. So I, I pound my hand on the bar. What do you want? I want three drinks. Three gold. I had flipping three gold.
0: He pours three really nasty-looking beverages. Ugh.
1: I said this three gold gets us drinks for the rest of the night, considering what this shit looks like.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. It must be from the capital where you have fancy wines, huh? (laughs) I guess our swamp swill isn't good enough.
1: Swamp swill.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm getting crazy, me old age.
1: Uh, Six gold for the drinks. Yeah, I'm not paying him six gold. You already poured them? I take the drinks off of the bar, and I don't put a fucking dime more. He
0: kind of squints at you. Yeah. Dirty outsider. You already blew up your spot. <laughs> well, what do you want?
1: I just want a drink.
0: All right. Enjoy your drink. And Thank he you. walks purposely to the other side of the bar and then just continues staring. Good. He can.
1: I mean, dirty outsider. He knew the second we walked in the bar. I totally forgot about Whitmore's. We got to get him out of this outfit. Shit. All right. So I think we just, uh, or at least I will... Just hang out in the bar and just listen. See what's going on. See if there's anything being discussed out of the ordinary. I would imagine it would be a lot of fucking wallow.
0: After a little while of hanging out in here, a woman comes bursting through the door. Very angry. Yelling out the door. You never cared anyway. She slams the door to the bar and uh, sits down. Willie, give me one. And William kind of rolls his eyes. Pours her a dirty beer and sets it down on the on the bar this woman sits a couple stools away from you and just starts pounding this thing and she kind of squints
1: like Ugh, as she's drinking it but she's choking it down I tell Albert I say hey finish your drink quick and go outside and see if you can gather what she was yelling about he nods
0: looks at the drink and just staring at you, pours it on the ground, <laughs> and walks outside.
1: Good, good man. All right, I'll continue to drink. Uh, and-
0: this woman who's sitting next to you is just like muttering under her breath. I wouldn't say that she's purposely waiting for somebody to ask her what's wrong, right? But she, a- a- at the first chance she gets, someone is getting an earful.
1: Oh yeah, no, and no, I'll be that someone. So I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to kind of cozy up next to her. Can I? Can I buy you a drink, my dear? smell like shit.
2: Yeah, don't we all around here? Anyone who wants more than this drink, more than one, can't be from around here. What's your name, stranger? Do you want a drink or not? No. Look at this shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I turn my back to her. I'm not giving her my name.
2: You know, filthy fucking husband of mine.
0: Slams her beer down.
2: Six months ago, our little girl goes missing. He traipses out into the swamps. Probably over down by Old Crook Road. Comes back. Ah, she's gone. lout never wanted her in the first place. How'd she go missing? I don't know. Probably lost him in a... Bet. Who knows? The piece of shit. It's just... You know... They, we need all these kids and... and they just, we can't keep up with it. I don't even want the fucking kids. But now I'm going to have to pay.
1: You're going to have to pay?
2: Yeah. You're
1: going to have to pay with what?
2: More fucking kids. <laughs> Look how flabby my arms are. You have beautiful arms. No, no fancy. Okay, now you can buy me ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I call over good old Willie.
2: With a...
0: <sighs> he pours two more. Puts them down on the bar. This one's on me.
1: Oh, thanks. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you won't be
1: thanking me later. Nah, they Good luck with her. They're delicious. They're good. Mm.
2: What brings you around here? You and this fatso over here with the fancy armor. Who'd you kill to get that?
1: He's one of the strongest men I've met. It's amazing what can be done with muscles.
2: It looks flabby
0: to me. Oh. Whitmore kinda brussels up a little bit.
1: And he kinda does that like. Nope. And I just I, I just put my hand up at him. Just to keep him quiet. So I turn back at her. And I tell her, you know, it's funny. You know, we're just mere travelers. Come through the town. I, there's no kids here. Your kid's missing. Maybe we can help. Who travels here? Eh, you never know. You, what are you here for? L- we, we're crocodile slayers.
2: Willie, when's the last time we had a traveler?
0: Not since your cut husband showed up. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, nobody travels here except for, as Willie so eloquently put it, my cut husband. So your kid was six years old and went missing. One of them, yeah. Oh, you have other children? Yeah, one's 13 and one's 15. All right, so you're a proud mom. Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you know where you are, mister? Oh, I know where I am. The land world forgot.
1: So what brings you here?
2: I was born here. You never thought about leaving? To where? Look at me. How am I going to get through that swamp? There's alligators there the size of this building.
0: Mm. Again, Whitmore.
1: (sighs) I look at him and I whisper, yes, we know they're crocodiles. (laughs) Take it easy.
2: What's your name, dear? Ella. Ella Rose Chapman. Ella. That that dirty bastard outside is my husband. Johnny Chapman.
1: My name is Jonathan. This is my associate, Mr. Gray. Uh... Yes. Hello. There you go. I see. you know, like I had mentioned, we're, we're adventure. Ugh. Here's the alcohol cake, <laughs> Oh my god! Willie makes some potent shit. Oof! This fucking piss meat is delicious. Um, we're adventurers from a little north of here. I don't know if you're aware, but crocodile skins fetch a fair price for the yuppies up north.
2: Adventurers, huh? The fatso looks like he could handle himself. You look like a you look like a skinny little prick well, with negotiator. fancy gloves.
1: I, I negotiate. You know, we have to get the best deal for the skins. I point us in the right direction. He kills. I sell.
2: You, is
1: it your first time in the swamps? I never made it down this far west.
2: I was going to say, because you walked right past Crocodile Rock. Oh, it's Crocodile Rock. Where all the birds hang out. Oh. What do you think it's called Crocodile Rock for?
1: <laughs> I like you, Ella.
2: Willie! <laughs> <Ugh. laughs>
0: Willie pours her another drink.
2: Oh, this one's on me, Ella. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they're all on you, sweetheart. Oh. You're
1: a real fucking... Real classy lady. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so I get Ella a couple of drinks. And... Uh, over the course of the night. I think I sweet talk her. I keep listening to what's going on in the you know Not much. Bar, I nothing. mean, the people, yeah. Like, people, they're more like like buried their noses in their glasses. Exactly. And- they're not happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. come,
0: again, they come here because they have to. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, Ella has a few more drinks, I guess at your expense. Of course. Uh, after a while, William just stops taking money from you because um, ultimately, like, nobody's going to foreclose on this place, and he makes this shit himself. So he's just doing his best not to have to talk to anybody. Good. Uh, you know, and Ella just ends up... Yeah,
2: you know, it's just... It's so hard, you know? They have to have keep having children, and what happens to them? I mean, Lily Mae, Sophie, Ella, Gracie, Esme, Angus, they all, they all have the kids. They all go. You know, it, 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 it's crazy. I mean, even little Jan and Corey... Little Kingsley, they, they all just disappear and nobody gives a shit because you just gotta have more kids.
1: You that's now the second time that you've said that. Gotta have more kids. You gotta have more kids.
2: Swamp's Edge, you gotta have the kids. What
1: Swamp says?
2: No, the Swamp's Edge. You gotta have kids here. Oh the Swamp's Edge. Yeah, you live here. You better stop pumping out the puppies. Yeah, but where are the kids going? They go to work somewhere else. You know, the, the Empire apparently needs workforces. So we send some of the kids up to Dragon Watch. We send some of them over to Starfall. Uh, I don't know who takes them. You know, we just we have the kids and they, and they go. The last kid mm-hmm. that stayed here was that little fuck Billy Morgan. I think he just turned 13, oh, maybe one or two years ago. And after that, you have the kids, and they go. You know, this this last kid that I had, I, I wanted to keep. Uh, she was a cute little fucker. And she's gone, too. The Imperium never stops taking them. Like your fat friend over here. So Just keeps taking the kids.
1: One day you saw your kid. The next day, she was gone.
2: Yeah. And, you know, you can ask around. You know, Charlie Henderson, he had his kid. Uh, and he tried keeping it. They stole it. And he said, fuck it, I'm done. I'm not having kids no more. Divorced his wife. Heaven rest her soul. She tossed herself off the banks into the ocean. And Charlie was never seen again. I think uh, his neighbor there, uh, Willie, what's his name? Nikki Parker? Yeah, Nikki Parker. He, he was friends with Charlie. He was there when he had his little, his little meltdown over the kids. You know, it's easy for the guys to have kids, they get to do the fun part. They don't have to walk around like fatzos for nine months. So have you seen
1: the Imperium in this uh, in this village of yours? Well, if I was children, to believe no? the
2: ruse that you put up, Mr. Grey over here. Yes. He would be the only Imperium that we saw, but, <laughs> you know, no no Imperium would let his fancy armor get that dirty. I, you know what I think? I think you're a couple of bandits that are coming down here hiding. I think you killed a couple of too many of them uh, Thunder Forces, and now you're hiding. Because your fat friend was too stupid to get rid of the armor. That's what I think.
1: But it looks good on him.
2: Yeah, right. He's kind of cute. Oh, there
1: you go. I fucking, I, I look at Whitmore and I wink at him.
0: Uh, Alvord comes back oh. at this
1: point. Okay.
0: And uh, realizes that you're in the midst of conversation and just kind of sits down next to Whitmore, not really saying anything, I guess, you know, waiting for his time to, uh, to speak to you.
1: Okay. So I ask Ella, uh, where can I find Nick Parker? Sounds
2: like a great guy. Nick Parker—he's a piece of shit. But he's one of the nicer guys around here, I suppose. You can find uh, you can find him over at Holly Grove. Holly Grove. Yeah, it's who makes a shit beer for this place down by the water.
1: Okay. Right, I ignore her. I look at Albert. So what's up, buddy?
0: He, um, he kind of, you know, motions for you to come sit next to him.
2: I ask her, I, you want another beer? Nah, I'm I'm going to get home. Good. Better get pregnant again before I end up like Charlie.
1: That's no good.
2: Have fun. Have a good night. She stumbles her way good. walking diagonal,
0: you know, yeah, <laughs> off yeah, the bar.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, William is more than happy to get rid of her and just kinda like oh, and cleans up her glass. He appreciates a quiet bar. He appreciates nobody in the bar. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Even better. So uh All right, so I sit beside Alvard. <clears throat> and Alvard's like, listen, there's some fucking weird shit happening in this place. Um Johnny was not willing to talk to me. He's never seen me before. Um but he grabbed I guess one of his friends or whatever, complaining about his wife, that, that gem that came mm. walking in here. Uh, and it seems like the Imperium is forcing people to have children and they're taking the kids. But I, look, these people are not educated and I get that, but there's a, there's a fundamental lack of common sense in this place because nobody's ever seen the Imperium in here Rounding the kids up, right? And they're not sending their kids just to walk off or crawl out into the swamp. They're just disappearing, right. and these people just believe that it's it's from the Imperium. Uh, all I know is that the I'm not going to say the mayor, um, but the the leader of this town, if you want to call it a leader, mm-hmm. uh, is some dwarf. Uh, by the name of Duracell Oak Coat. We should pay him a visit tonight. I'm sorry, tonight? In his home. Like make a reservation?
1: Or are we going to... Nah, like while he's sleeping.
0: Ooh. You know, look. Uh, I don't think I need to remind you of what happened the last time we tried being sneaky in Hexley.
1: It worked out great. There was a bear, a couple of slangs. Next thing you know, we found Citadel. It made everything okay. That was a joke. No, it was terrible. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Uh, did you get anything from that loud chick? So, it, it's, it's pretty much exactly what you said. There is a... Uh, it, people are forced, by way of the swamp, to have children. And then she claims the Imperium takes them. Yeah, I don't get it. Why, but why they're people, never to be seen. Why do people keep having kids? Well, what's funny is the last guy who decided that he had had enough, he told his wife that he wasn't having children anymore. She commits suicide. He goes missing. So why do I have this sneaking suspicion that the Imperium is not involved with taking children, and this has a little more to do with the powers that be at the swamp?
0: I mean, look, the, the Imperium are shitheads. I think everyone agrees on that. Uh, I can't see them stealing children.
1: At least with the Imperium, if they're going to stab you, they're going to stab you in the face. But at the same side of that that token, I could see if they were going to take kids to fuel their army, they would take it from a town that's a, a bunch of exiled bandits.
0: But why not just stand at the gate of the town and take the people? Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, they'll stab you in the face. They could easily just march in here. So
1: 20 the, strong set up an outpost and just collect the kids like crops right? so the closest outpost for the imperium has to be what two weeks away so why would they send a party 14 days journey through the swamp and the perils that exist here just to, to take a couple of kids to then go back 14 days to raise these kids and then train them are there any teenagers here have you seen any I've seen a couple of... I mean, I don't know how old they are, but I've seen a couple of kids that look like they could be a little older. Well, there's one that she had mentioned who was maybe 14, 15 years old. I mean, maybe we can... You want to talk to a teenager to try no. to find out how we escaped that? No, that, I, that I, seems but silly. But it
0: seems like there's an obvious cutoff. Like, this might have started 14 years ago.
1: Right. Well, what we could do... She did mention the neighbor of the guy who committed suicide. Or the guy who went missing whose wife committed suicide. We could try to talk to him, find out what's going on. Basically, in all of this, I want to try to figure out a tie-in that we could sell back to the Imperium on how this would relate to the Bark and people dying in the north. I think
0: probably the best thing to do... Probably go to the leader. I mean, he's the one who's...
1: If he's in charge, this dwarf... uh, he this had to make a deal. Oak coat guy. Right. He had to make some kind of deal with somebody, and I doubt it was the Imperium. I, I'm not going to
0: lie to you. I mean, I, I get what we're trying to do here. I don't want to be here as long any longer than we have to be. No, neither do I. I think we should grab this guy, find out what he knows,
1: and get out of here.
0: Yeah, slaying this entire
1: town is out of the question.
0: At least not by us. But We have enough now. Enough people have seen us. This bartender is probably going to remember us.
1: Right. Um that if
0: worse comes to worse, we could just blame the entire town
1: i 'm going to tell you that, in the matter of hours that we 've been here it 's been pretty it 's been pretty easy to ascertain the idea that these people are simpletons. so, how are we going to pit or shift the focus onto this town for the magic that nobody 's seen in thousands of years? And we're, we're going to shift. You know how to draw that symbol, right? Yeah, I can draw that symbol. But do you really think that's believable? I, this town is filled with local yokels. There's nobody here. I, I guarantee you. Do you think they're going to ask any questions? I'm sure somebody is. I don't know about that. Well, I think
0: they're just going to come in and burn this fucking thing to
1: the ground. You think so? Let's, let's put the pieces together, right? We left Northridge. We make our way down to Hexley. We horribly enter this mine, kill two Thunder Force right the bear the bear killed the uh, tooth underfoot uh, that's correct so we attempt to cover up we have no blood on our hands no we, we we definitely don't but the next thing you know we appear out of this mine with this citadel nobody's seen anything like this ever anybody who's alive today has never seen anything like this so the baroness knows you think right now by now word has not gotten back to the imperium to the emperor her cousin the emperor that The three of us who have been tasked with this mission have now partied up with some being that nobody's seen in thousands of years and is headed south. Do you really think that trying to shift the focus of this investigation onto this town is going to warrant the Imperium sending Thunder Force down here just to slay these poor villagers? With the assumption that they were the ones responsible for the attacks on Northridge. I find that hard to believe. And then we're just, what, left to exist? So we can't...
0: Okay, so we can't blame them. We can't blame the sisters. Because if, if they try... Even if we find these sisters again, if the Thunder Force tries killing them, this this gigantic war machine that we have with us is going to go fucking crazy. Yes, And that's assuming we can even find them. So what's the way out of this? Maybe we can hope that this dwarf that's in control of this place is halfway intelligent and we could just pin it on him instead of the entire town.
1: But how does that explain our involvement with the Citadel? My fear is the Baroness knows of the three of us partied with this Citadel heading south of Hexley, into the swamp. Maybe we go
0: back to her and cut a deal.
1: You saw what she did with the writ. What deal? What do we have you to offer You got to back
0: her? down. We walked out of
1: there alive. Do you really think that was me, or do you think it was the gigantic piece of machine that was standing next to me? Because I don't think the three of us walking back there really are going to bring a lot of weight to that negotiation.
0: So what are you thinking?
1: I'm thinking we might have to sit on this idea for a couple of days and try to figure out the best course of action.
0: What do you think about
1: finding these other portals? I'm starting to think that might be the best approach. Uh, I, I think our mission does not end here in the swamp. Can I see the map? Are
0: you kind of like looking at this map with us, like unfolding it from whatever
1: parchment you have and kind of just trying to get your bearings? So I, I would Or is this out of character? Well, at first it was out of character, but now that I think about it, like this is something like a, a world map is something that I would have, right, on this journey. I would imagine that I would think... This map, yeah. This map, okay. So I, I look at Albert, and I feel bad we're leaving Whitmore out of this, but like I, I look at Albert and I say, look, you know, based on the map, and based on the knowledge, the new knowledge that I've acquired after meeting these three sisters, right? If, if we take a look at where we are, which is all the way at the southwestern part of this map, right? So we've uncovered, as of right now, we know of three portals that exist on Debrin. One is inside of Hexley, which I think for the time being, we should stay away from until we can formulate a solid approach to handle this Baroness we could just blame her this you, you, this you, temple is inside of
0: her city hmm she is known as the bloody
1: Baron or the bloody bell so that that's definitely a possibility to try to pin the blame on the baroness I think that's gonna be harder but definitely a possibility well we have witnesses that she burnt our writ she burnt our writ she was responsible for the cave.
0: She, the was housing, she was housing Citadel. So she hid this portal. Right? Yeah. I don't think we need to
1: worry about that right now.
0: Minimum, even if we left right now, we have 17, 20 days before we get back to
1: Northridge. So there's definitely time to formulate a plan. The, the, the question is, which way do we go back, and what do we do on the way back? If we look at the three portals... The three portals that exist on Debrin, one is in Hexley, one is in Steel Star Ridge, and the other is in Windspell Forest. And there's also And then we also one have in the Imperium itself. Right. Which that I would like to keep tight lipped. As a matter of fact, I would like to keep all of them tight lipped. Ah uh, yeah, I don't think we should. No. Except th- for
0: this one maybe.
1: I don't even believe we should mention anything about a portal. <laughs> I think we should mention about the writings on the wall. They don't need to know that there was a portal. We can throw the Baroness under the bus, leave her to burn at the stake for heresy, make her responsible, and make it seem as though this was her plan to overthrow the Emperor, being that he did send... Oh, it was Count griffin Elliot, correct? The emissary from the Imperium. So we could make it seem as though this was a power play. So that's definitely a possibility. What I'm wondering is, on a side note, you said Keska Gorge, that lake. I saw a temple there. A traveler temple, yeah. Okay. Which was similar. The willow tree was also a traveler temple. What I would like to do, again, I'm looking to Albert and and Whitmore. What I would like to do at some point is make our way to Keska Gorge. The issue with that is I don't see how we tie the Baroness of Hexley into what's going on with heading months' journey east to this gorge to then make it back to the Imperium Capitus. I'm them- afraid
0: that if we go too long, they're just going to send out a recon team looking for us. Of course they And are. that's going to
1: blow out our chances. 100%. Of- I say at this point, we should probably start heading back to the Imperium Capitus. And I agree with that idea. I think we should make an attempt. We should make an attempt to pin this on the Baroness. The only issue outside of that is what do we do with Citadel? Because there is no way we're getting back into that mine. And I don't see how we travel all the way back north. I mean, north from here to Hexley, I can see us maybe hiding him right but once we get beyond hexley there is no way we're making it back to northridge at the very least let alone the imperium capital
0: do you think he knows where how to get
1: to the other portals i'm sure he does but do you want to unleash do you want to unleash this being
0: he seems like he would follow very specific orders if you told him yeah, we've never been there, though, because I don't know what's gonna, what he's going to find. I mean, these are the portals. Are there cities around them, like Hexley? Was Hexley just a, a fluke that there was a city there? Because let's just say one of these temples is by itself in the wilderness. We could give him orders to take the longest way possible, mm-hmm. avoiding highways, do not interact or fight anything, Right. and throw himself in the first portal that he can get to. But if there's a city between him and that portal... Based on what I've seen from him, he'll murder everybody to get from the city to that portal. Exactly. But then again, um, do we even care? I don't know any of those people that he might encounter. But if he leaves a wake of bodies,
1: that's just going to gonna be problems. And this is Alvord talking? Yeah. So I look at him. I say, remember, Alvord, in the attacks that just occurred in Northridge... Based on this magic that we've just newly discovered. You, you, you lost your wife. Would you be comfortable with somebody else losing their loved one? Because we unleashed this guy on a city just to save our ass?
0: Is there some place in the Timberlands that we can hide him? That you know about? I mean, the, the Thunder Force don't really go off the beaten path unless they get a
1: report. But He's huge. And that's that's my concern. In order to get to the Timberlands, we have to go past Hexley. And what if we're seen again? We're already known. What if, what if we put him underwater? You want to submerge him and leave him in the water. He said he doesn't need to breathe. Understood. What are you thinking? Put him in the pond where we fought that crocodile?
0: I would rather not leave him here
1: because this isn't...
0: He's uh he's gonna think for a second. What if what if we brought him with us and we dump him in Lake Dodd? How it's, far it's, is Lake Dodd from here? It's it's maybe a one or two days north of Hexley.
1: Again, you don't see that as a problem? Heading past Hexley? No, because they already know we exist. You know,
0: we can, we can just hide him in the lake on our way back to Northridge, report into Alexanderson what we found. Hopefully he buys it. They take the Baroness into custody. They'll, they'll think that she's just going to say whatever she
1: has to mm-hmm. to get out of trouble. Lake Dodd is deep. Here's my concern. The Baroness knows that we've gone south of Hexley. After the disruption that we caused there and the threats that we made against her specifically, she saw that we traveled south, the three of us with the Citadel. Do you think for one minute that she hasn't sent her own men to trail us? Do you think that at least a day, maybe two, three days out, there are going to be Thunder Force under the Baroness's control that are going to storm the city? And I whether it's a scouting party or it's an army, like we don't know what to expect. So to nail the go back north past Hexley, you think somebody's not gonna see us? Well she I, I I guess she has a choice. She can either come
0: after us <clears throat> or turn us into Northridge. My gut tells me if she was gonna turn us in, that she wouldn't have backed down so easily from you. I could be wrong. I have never dealt with this woman. Nor have I. Uh if they did send somebody after us, we got lost in the swamp for over a week. Right. So, we, number one, I think we probably would have noticed if somebody was following us. And if we didn't notice, then they probably got lost too. And let's say they are in the swamp waiting for us. If we
1: wipe them out on our way, nobody will ever know. Oh, I'm fine with that. But now let's say that never existed. Let's say she didn't send anybody after us. We would have to do such... Is there a way... Is there a way that we can bypass Hexley? Maybe make it west of Alistair Ranch and try to hit Lake Dodd by coming around Alistair Ranch? Because if we can do that, then I think we can avoid the gaze of the Baroness. Yeah, we could follow the river. How far north up the coastline from the swamp would we have to travel in order to, uh, to make That river. So if we traveled north out of the swamp and
0: we follow the Great River, the river eventually splits. Right. If we take that split, that eventually goes into the Timberlands. We could just follow the river. Okay. And I mean, I've fished in that river uh, here and there. But from my experience, there is nothing near that river. The closest thing you get to that river... Is Alistair Ranch and Skyforge Village.
1: And we can split the difference.
0: Yeah, we could we could go north, follow the river instead of the main road. When we pass Alistair Ranch, which is about a day past Hexley, we can cut across through the forest to the lake. Right. And drop him in the lake and continue north to Northridge and hope everything works out.
1: Okay. I'm fine with that plan.
0: You know, the other option would be to stop back in Hexley and sit down with her.
1: And... I I don't think that's really an option. If we plan on pinning it on her, we can't sit down with her. What if we tell her we're going to pin it on her? Uh, What does that get us? Cooperation. we, We still have to report back to the Emperor. So what do we tell the Emperor? So now we're all complicit in the lie? So now we've gone from three people to... Okay. Three people and a town. I say fuck her.
0: Let her burn. Uh, okay, so if I understand the plan correctly, we're going to grab Citadel. We're going to leave the swamp. When we leave the swamp, instead of following the highway, we're going to follow the river. We're going to go past Alistair Ranch, and we're going to cut across to Lake Dodd, dump them in Lake Dodd, and go to Northridge with our findings. Yes. What about this dwarf mayor here? Do we even want to deal with this
1: right now or maybe put this in our back pocket? I don't think it hurts to maybe take a day and try to investigate what's going on here as opposed to spending two weeks to try to make it back here. So, I mean, yeah, we we can talk to him. But, you know, on the flip side to that token, like, do we really care at this point what's going on? I want to get out of here. I don't care about any of these people. Neither do I. Fucking Ella is exhausting. (laughs) And so is this bar and this town. We can revisit this another day. So. I say we leave.
0: uh, Whitmore holds his hand up. Oh, yes. Whitmore. This is a great
1: plan. Oh, really? Anything you want to add? I like it. Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) <laughs> You've been great recently, Whitmore. Keep it up. <laughs> All right. So
0: do you want to do a little fast-forward action to see how this goes, or do you
1: want to go day by day out of here? I would say fast-forward because I, there's really nothing, right? There's nothing. We're on a mission. Yeah, yeah. We okay. want to get to Lake Dodd, Um, and there's it, it doesn't seem as though there's really any towns or like, main pockets of civilization that we're going to encounter along the way, right? Because right. we're going to be riding the uh, the edge of the coast to the okay. river, and then the river up to the ranch. <clears throat> so give me a flat 100. Ooh, flat 100. How many people have ever rolled a one on a flat 100? That would be my luck. <laughs> 60.
0: All right. I was looking for anything over 50. Good. So I feel like uh, you'd leave the swamp, you'd grab Citadel. Yes. And you'd say, as fast as we can go, get us here. And you point to a map. Right. He would throw everyone up on his shoulders, and he is motorboating right through this uh, this swamp. Uh, Citadel does not need rest. Mm-hmm. Except to recharge his batteries in case he gets into exhaustion, which only happens to him during battle. He doesn't need to eat. He doesn't need to drink. Uh, So I picture that we're even sacrificing the horses, and we're just getting the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Uh, You go up the coastline to the river. You follow the river up north. No issues. Uh, You slow down a little bit, cutting through the forest. You instruct Citadel that he is to wait beneath the surface of the water until you return? Yes. Me and me only. He is happy to oblige, uh, and he goes into the water and submerges himself. You then, on foot, make your way back to Northridge. That will put us at the 20th of Idonus. So it's been almost two months since you set out from Northridge. Upon approaching the city, uh, the gate is closed, which has been the case since you left. Right. Lots of soldiers out front. You are fucking disgusting. (laughs) All three of you. You've been through hell. But as you approach the city, uh, the guards obviously recognize you, and they wait for the gates to be opened. The city is abysmal. Everyone, there is Thunder Force Hmm. everywhere. Okay. Uh, Whitmore even notes that there's more than there was when you left. So the Imperium has sent
1: more people here. On our journey north from Lake Dodd to Northridge, did we notice Imperium? On the road? Uh, Not
0: any more than you would normally see. Okay. Supply runs south. You know, if, if the Imperium is supplying the Thunder Force, they'll send Thunder Force agents. So you'll see them. Uh most of them probably didn't recognize you, but you're in your home turf now, so they recognize you right. You make it to the city. Would you stop by your house or would you go straight to straight because I know my family's not there right right so so you go right to the capital district, yes, and sure enough, there is uh the thunder Force barracks you announce yourself, and shortly after waiting uh in this modestly Decorated location, uh, a table, chairs, a couple of paintings, maybe of the magistrate, um, maybe the symbol of the imperium, basically a waiting room. In walks Klaus Alexandersen. And the look on his face is almost surprise, but eager nonetheless to speak with you.
1: You thought we would be dead.
0: He was, he's, he figured that maybe, he did announce at the beginning of this mission that, it, it, you know, it is kind of a suicide mission. Right. Uh, so he clears his throat and he sits down across from you. Uh, I believe Alvord and Whitmore would be with you. Yes. Good evening. Surprised to see you uh, so whole. Mr. Bullet, I trust you have news.
1: We do have news, and it was a difficult journey. And I'm glad you're sitting down, because the information you're about to hear might not be easy for you or the emperor to stomach.
0: This kind of piques his interest, and he clasps his hands and leans forward, please, by all means.
1: Where to begin? We made our journey south, and our first stop was in Hexley. We were not greeted with a warm welcome. Upon investigating the town of Hexley, we discovered that the old, abandoned mine had been sealed off. By the Baroness's own Thunder Force. So Whitmore. I'm going to give him credit. Whitmore devised a plan. To gain entrance into the mine. So upon gaining entrance. The mine was investigated. And it turns out. And I'll only. I I, I tore out let's say. Pages of my journal. Which I made duplicate copies of. uh, Drawings. That I had of the mine that I'll slide across the table
0: so basically you made copies for yourself because you know he's probably going to keep this
1: yeah of course okay. um, so I, I slide him no actually what I do is I check that I, I take the copies that I made and I hand them to Alvord to slide across the table I don't want my gauntlet sliding across the table uh, so Alvord will slide them across the table I said it appears as though the Baroness has been conspiring with dark forces in order to bring about the second coming of the Old God and the Old Ones into this earth or onto this land to overthrow the Emperor.
0: And you deduced all of this from these drawings? And from the Baroness herself. The Baroness herself? Yes. Tell me, why would you need to devise a plan to enter the mine when I gave
1: you writs of conscript? Well, the writs apparently did not work with the Thunder Force under the Baroness's control. And because of that, two Thunderforce unfortunately had to die. Mr. Bullet,
0: uh, roll me a perception, or a persuasion, uh, persuasion. 10. Mr. Bullet. Hexley is 10 days away. hmm You've been gone for almost two months. That's correct. It took you that long? That long for what? To go to Hexley, find this malicious attempt to overthrow
1: his holiness? Negative. No. We further researched information that we obtained within the mine in a room that was hidden. What do you mean, researched? Isn't that what our mission was? Research, observe, and report back? Isn't that what so you, you mean to tasked tell me us with? Didn't you the specifically tell us to head south, observe, and report back? Right. But right.
0: it seems to me like you would have spent this amount of time getting to the swamp and, and getting that's,
1: back. That's exactly where but we But you made up. half of that journey.
0: And half of it back Negative. to
1: Hexley. I never said that our journey ended at Hexley. You should clean your ears, sir.
0: He does not like that. He kinda stiffens up in his chair. If you so will tell me if Mr. you would allow me to finish. Please, by all means. Tell me more about how the Emperor's fourth cousin is overthrowing him.
1: Well, if the mines have not been collapsed at this point, you maybe want to send men into to the mind. To the mine, and I would have. I have like a uh, like a breakdown of the, like a map of the mine that I'll pass to him with notations on where the um, like tapestries and carvings in the uh, <clears throat> in the stone walls are that correlate or correspond rather to the drawings that I have in the the pages that I had handed to him. From there, you can notice there was this one map that piqued our interest. The one map that showed the three locations within the swamp, which we then proceeded to investigate. And what I can tell you is that on the east side of the map, both the northernmost and southernmost points, with whatever that arcane writing is, uh, turned up negative results. From there, we ended up going west to the old exiled town, with no name. We spoke with some individuals there and then made our way back north.
0: Roll another persuasion. 14. Whitmore clears his throat and pulls out the piece of bark. Captain, this, uh, this marking on this bark is the same that we found in Hexland. The Baroness tried to murder me in cold blood and Mr. Bullet saved me. The Baroness is mad. Are you aware that there's six or seven villages outside of Hexley for people fleeing this woman? And Klaus kind of scratches his chin and uh, he waves somebody over. He whispers into their ear. Well, it seems like our business is concluded.
1: Let me ask you this, Mr. Alex Anderson. Since our departure, have you heard any word from Hexley? No. Well, ironic then, that the person who we finger for heresy refuses to send word to her fourth cousin that here are these three partying members entering a mine under her control. And she reports no word back to the Imperium of their meddling. You're- what I can tell you is that if you examine the bark that you gave us initially, and you take a look at the drawings that we have based on the tapestries and the carvings in this mine, you could see that they match up 100%. There is something, something larger at play here that none of us comprehend. But it seems as though the Baroness is at the heart of this attack on Northridge. I would like to see my family.
0: Well, Mr. Bullet, I am a man of my word. Um, before you go, let me ask, uh, Alvord... What was his role in all of this? Was he helpful?
1: We wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for Alford.
0: And my young apprentice, uh, Whitmore, was he valuable? proved to be a valiant warrior. Well, in that case, uh, I will be relieving you of Mr. Whitmore's services. He will be taking over here uh, with a new rank. You will be going to the Imperium with your family, and uh, Mr. Alvord, well, we'll figure out what we want to do with him. I'm sure he will be rewarded handsomely. If there's nothing further, uh, you can go to your old home. It's been secured by my men. You can sleep there tonight, and uh, first thing in the morning, we will charter you a ship to the capital. Is there anything else? That is all. He stands up and uh, he takes the papers that you gave him and kind of folds them and puts them in his pocket. And as he's walking out, he stops. And uh, just, uh, just one more thing. Did we ever find out what happened specifically? What happened here? I know it was an attack. I know magic was at play. Do we know what kind of magic or anything to help us figure out the exact
1: culprit I think that was the purpose of heading into the swamp to decipher the language on the writings that we had and unfortunately nobody was able to to help us
0: I see well that just about buttons everything up Um, We will be very interested to see what the Baroness of Hexley says when we bring her to the Imperium. Of course, uh, you're not completely done yet. Uh, During that trial, you will have to be present and testify against the Baroness. Understood. That's not a problem. Not at all. Very good. Well then, job well done. And it appears as if Hexley will have new leadership At least temporarily, while we sort everything out. What do we do if this mine is caved in and we cannot corroborate anything that you've said? Hmm.
1: Well, as of the time that we had left the mine, the mine was not caved in. I'll gladly on a map draw for you the secondary entrance that we used to gain entrance into the mine.
0: Very good. Well, then that concludes our business and in the morning we will see you off to the Imperium itself okay uh just I'm sure you won't mind but for the sake of security uh we will of course search all of your belongings that's fine good uh he waves to one of his men and uh all of your stuff will be waiting for you on the ship um
1: May I have your bag? Yeah, I throw my bag, and then I, I turn to leave. Uh, your gloves? Do you want to take the clothes off of my back and let me leave here naked? I said all my belongings were in my bag. Do what you want with them, and I continued to walk out.
0: Roll a persuasion. And we're back. Uh,
1: so, wow, there's a lot to go through. This coffee's good. Dude, I oh, yes. we're at a point, alcohol-wise, we didn't even go over like what we're smoking. Obviously, we know what we're drinking. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, we can do that now. What, what, what do you got over there? I don't even know. <laughs> what am I smoking? I'm smoking whatever I was smoking last week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I. Yes. I went Back to Stokeby. Which one? Peter, of course. Okay. Fuck Eric. Eric's like his like redheaded stepbrother. Eric's like, a we don't even deal little, with let's that. Let's
0: just guy. call it what it is. Eric's a little cunty.
1: He is. I don't even he own Eric with a K. Anything by Eric. So fuck that guy. I'm all about Peter. Petter. I'm all about Petter. Pedro Stokeby. Pedro Stokeby. If, if that's his real name. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, a little. little Luxury navy flake in my Savinelli Onda. Oh, I love this pipe. Well, uh, is that the navy flake that I gave you? This is... No, 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 no. no. I was going to say, because that's Mac Baron. No, not Mac Baron. Not the Mac Baron. This is the Peter Stokeby luxury navy flake. One of these days, we're going to remember to smoke
0: that Presbyterian.
1: Oh, fuck. We still have
0: that. Next next week. I'm going to actually make a note.
1: All right. Next Next time, we'll smoke the uh, the Presbyterian. Yeah. All right. What are you doing? What do you got? Whatever I had last week, I forgot. Perfect. It, things are getting a little dicey in here. The the
0: and pipey. The yeah. <laughs> dicey I and pipey make you roll for that. Uh, yeah, as as things pile up on the tables, is when I know things are getting rough.
1: Dude, shit's all over the place now. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this table. This table is just very cluttered. We need
0: a T shaped
1: table. We do. Of course, the tea would be down near you because right. you're a fucking bougie DM. You need a special area for your gear. You're just a lowly player. And that's what it is. I get it. Uh, like the surfs. Excuse yes. Me. yes. You're surfing with I'm the surfing. surfs. Yes. Bourgeoisie?
0: When I wake up in the morning and it's it oh, saved by the bell.
1: Oh, that wasn't Mo? <laughs> I don't know. Huffing. Huffing.
0: <laughs> Huffington Post. Goddamn Mo. <laughs>
1: Um. All right. So, what an episode! Uh, I'm really not a fan of Alexanderson. Can we start there? No, that's the end. Fuck. But everybody knows. Like we've we've listened to everything, right? Okay. All right. So you can start wherever you want. I just want to throw out there that I do not like. It's important to note
0: that we ended the episode, even though there's like 30 seconds more of recording. Uh, Alexanderson ends the conversation by asking for your gloves. You sell him some bullshit line about how you want to walk out naked, and I make you roll a persuasion check. Yes, and I cut it there. Did it work? The the recording actually ends as soon as we get the result of that persuasion check. But just to be a real fucking asshole, mm-hmm.
1: no, <laughs> we're gonna we're it. gonna cliffhang it.
0: Yeah, I cut it right there. Yeah, did it um, work? What so, did
1: I roll? Because we all know how fucking horrible my rolls can be. Do you believe?
0: Still, Alexanderson is no good.
1: Yeah, I still don't like him.
0: Okay, do you not like him because you think he's involved in the attack? No, I don't think he's involved okay. in the attack. So, from Alexanderson's perspective, you think he's doing what he thinks he needs to do, but that might
1: be detrimental to what you need. I don't even know if it's going to be detrimental. I, I just think Alexanderson is a pompous... Yes, yes. Self righteous yes. prick, that, guy that's with
0: all. a non accent because I don't know how to do accents.
1: Yeah, no, we'll stay away. <laughs> he from just the talks accents.
0: slow, yes. and enunciates, yes. Like and a maybe prick.
1: that's why I don't like him <laughs> because of the way you role play him. Yeah, the cadence. Yes. Yeah, you know, maybe if you talked, maybe if he did like a ragtime voice, I would like him. Right. Whoever does our ragtime voices. Yeah, I don't, that guy should do Alexanderson's voice. He'd that
0: would be my guy best friend. Will, that guy will probably be making an appearance, either here <laughs> or in Warhammer. I'm not sure. Okay, so we'll start from the end. You, you have a very tense sit-down yes. with Alexanderson. And I guess that sit-down at least proves that Alexanderson is not in on it. He actually does care about getting to the bottom of the
1: attack. Correct. Well, to be honest, I don't think it proves anything in Harrison's mind. I think all it shows Harrison is that, based on his actions, everything that that Alexanderson has led him to believe is true so far in that he's able to, after this meeting, see his family.
0: So do you believe you're going to see your family?
1: I, Harrison truly believes that he's going to see his family now. Okay. So he thinks that he's going to leave this meeting and see his family so that's based plus. on the outcome of the end role. Whatever happens with this whole interaction about the gloves with Alexanderson, asking him about the gloves to take them off, um, he truly believes that if he does get away with this little persuasion check, that he is ultimately going to see his family and that his family is safe.
0: And that's a big deal.
1: That is a huge deal. Because Harrison Harrison felt as though Alexanderson was kind of using his family as leverage to make sure that he came back with information that the Imperium needed in order to move forward with you know, this attack that took place down in Northridge.
0: So let's talk about that. We'll work backwards a little more. We decide to blame the Baroness for the attack. Um, and by, by sheer coincidence, the facts kind of line up, and I was never anticipating that. I'm actually the one who did bring that up. Al, I believe Alvord. Is the one who suggested it, uh, and it was almost kind of like a throwaway suggestion. I've, I've been trying real hard to give you throwaway suggestions that I know are bad because I don't want to try and lead you. But boy, did we hook on to this idea,
1: dude! I just don't like her.
0: I don't. I, you're not supposed to. Nobody likes her, right?
1: Um, and and Harrison is hoping to use that to his advantage, and that way it buries the whole thing i think in in some kind of like bizarre way harrison feels and i know it's not going to happen at least not in the in the relative future but he thinks if he's able to frame the baroness then somebody needs to take over hexley right somebody needs to be appointed like baron of hexley and i think in his demented mind he thinks that maybe he can try to just kill as many birds with one stone as possible he can offer to become Baron of Hexley. He can then remove his family from the Imperium because I still think I still think he feels as though that nothing nothing positive is gonna come out of remaining in the Imperium for him or his family. Okay. If he says that they're always under the watchful eye of the Imperium, he does not like that. He wants to be removed from that environment.
0: And interesting because there's already a successor lined up. Oh shit. Which we'll get into, uh, because in reality, from the time of recording this to the time of that gameplay session, I think we recorded that gameplay session in February, yeah, like the beginning of February. So right. I've had a long time to think about all the decisions you've made and all of the routes that you've picked, and I've come up with, I'm I, not using the word consequences in a negative tone, just consequences of course, of all the decisions that have been made uh, everything leading up to this point, breaking into the mind of Hexley finding Citadel, hiding Citadel in Lake Dodd, um, ignoring the issues in Vogtrim swamp, which we're going to talk about in a second to your interaction with, with, uh, Alexanderson to blaming the Baroness. I have spent a long time concocting the, the aftermath of all of these decisions. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Working backwards some more, we decide on this cockamamie plan to hide Citadel in Lake Dodd, and I, it seemed like the most logical choice. You really, at the end of the day, were posed with two options. We could either somehow navigate north into Dragon Watch and go into Steel Star Ridge and find that portal. Right. Or ultimately go back to North Ridge, which is what you decided. How do you feel about leaving?
1: I'm not happy about it. Okay. But I, I think it's the only, I think it's the only way that it could have been handled to be able to justify to Alexanderson and the Imperium the amount of time that it took to do what needed to be done. I think if we had gone up to Dragon Watch, it would have taken too much time. Too many questions would have been raised. People would have seen us there. It, it would have just, I think created a problem for the party and ultimately led to our demise so I'm I'm really not thrilled with the idea that we had to drop him off there but and I think that kind of ties back into uh, Harrison's plan even though I don't think it's going to come to fruition but it ties into Harrison's plan of framing the Baroness and somehow making a play to oversee or at least be stationed in or be part of some sort of operation in Hexley, the downside to that in Harrison's mind is the fact that it's not connected to water and his strength is being a portmaster, but he's hoping with the land and title that Alexanderson has promised him that he could parlay that into some sort of position of power within Hexley, because then that gives him direct access to the mine, that portal, citadel, his family is safe and separated from, uh, from the Imperium. That's where that's what he feels as though the safe play would be is he
0: so i guess we're going to get to the city the imperial city and then leave
1: ultimately yeah yeah he does not want to he does not want to stay there i th- so i guess the main question before
0: we finish with swamp's edge uh are you going to look for this portal in the city oh, of course i'm here So you're going to go to the city. You're thinking, as of right now, you're going to go to the city without much of a fight. Yes. We're going to deal with the trial of the Baroness.
1: Correct. And then... Of course, I have in my mind what I want to try to do prior to the trial taking place, but we'll kind of cross that bridge as we play out the the gameplay sessions.
0: Let's go back a little more. We're going to go backwards, Memento style, Mm. into Swamp's Edge. Let me look at my tattoos. (laughs) Uh Swamps yes, yes, yes. My uh my favorite city so far. And unfortunately we didn't spend any
1: time in it. Uh but it is definitely a place that we're coming back to. It is. This whole idea this whole idea of like children disappearing and then Whitmore having these visions that the um that the sisters are like having stew with babies in it fascinates Harrison and he wants to get to the bottom of what's going on with these kids there, so ultimately, yes, we will at some point end up back at at Swamp's Edge. You gonna talk to Ella Rose again? What a bitch! But Ella, yes. Ella
0: Rose Chapman, she's she's
1: a sweetheart. She has my heart. Sure, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my my best Long Island Jewish housewife.
2: <laughs> oh sure, Morty, it's too hot in here. Oh, what
0: what an obnoxious voice. character! Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> so we know children are disappearing. Whitmore's having dreams of the sisters eating children. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious that they're being portrayed as witches, even though they don't appear to be witches. Right. Um, and I, I appreciate the fact that you clearly haven't dug through unauthorized books in D D. Uh, no. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Why would I do it that? It makes it more fun. <clears throat> but now the sisters, they keep coming up. You know, they they disappear. They make you drink this fucking shit, and they're gone. They're invading dreams. Are they good guys or bad guys in the
1: grand scheme of things? I haven't figured it out yet. They're almost like my spirit animal. They're, like, guiding me. I'm on a mission right now. And Citadel, as robotic as he seems, is... It comes off to Harrison, Citadel comes off to Harrison as being very innocent and forthright. So I, I go along and I don't know if it's based on like pure fascination or if it's based on like awe of the circumstances that are kind of surrounding the events that are taking place. But he's almost taking Citadel's word wholeheartedly without any sort of like... He he doesn't question what he says, and I think part of that is the fact that Citadel is always very mechanical and very mathematical in his diagnosis of a situation. Like, you know, in his example, like, oh, I have a ninety-eight percent chance of surviving. In this, it's city. always ninety-eight. Yeah, it's always ninety-eight. <laughs> but the, I have to get off that number. <laughs> yeah, might want to switch. But he he, I Harrison obviously sees how Citadel will. Um, survey a situation and then based on whatever information he has because again Harrison's kind of fascinated by this idea of a war forge. He's never seen it before. Nobody I would think has. Not who's living at least. Um, Fun fact. Yes.
0: When you go to the Imperial city, if you do some investigating and walking around exploring the city, you're going to learn more about that stuff. Mm.
1: I guess we'll find out next episode.
0: Um... If you were to attack the sisters, where do you believe Citadel would fall on that? Is he going to attack wow. you, or is he going to defend you? I are, uh, To be fair, I already know the answer to this. I'm just curious where your head's at.
1: I, I never even thought about that. I've never even thought about attacking them. That's never crossed my mind. Ever. Okay. So, to try to figure out like what side... Of the aisle that guy's gonna fall on yeah i never thought about it the way he gets excited it seems like the only thing that excites him is carving up human flesh for food (laughs) (laughs) and talking about the sisters so i mean just kind of like a, a quick conversation about it i would think he would side with them um which would then in turn make harrison hesitant to attack them but again at me Or even in Harrison's mind, like he's never thought about attacking them. So far, they've led him to these gifts that he's been given, and I I don't think at this point he has really any reason to uh, view them as an adversary.
0: And I guess the last question that people are probably screaming at their radios, uh, the old gods, Mm. or the old god, the old gods, the elder gods, however you want to refer to them. They've been referred to multiple times. Where are you at with that?
1: They're a symbol, like Prince. (laughs) <laughs> the that's artist it. formerly known as Old God. Yeah, that's all it is. That's the way <laughs> I view it. Um, again, I think Harrison is gonna is gonna take a look at that, and it's gonna be one of those things where it's just like too big for him to really try to to wrap his mind around. Yet, there, there's just too much of an unknown with regards to that. He's still trying to probably process the information that Debrin is not the only land that exists right. in this world. Yeah, so, I mean, his mind's got to be blown.
0: It's like Tim and Eric, awesome show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's just there's too much going on right now. And couple that with the fact that like he's overly concerned with the safety of his family. He doesn't know what's going to happen when he gets to the Imperial City. He just had this interaction with Alexanderson, and we don't know where that's going. He has this whole tremendous weight on his shoulders about this trial that's going to come up with uh, the with the baroness that the old guy he he's just happy to be able to hopefully get out of this meeting unscathed meet up with his family and try to figure out some sort of resolution to this trial that's going to take place M- maintain his party with uh with Alvord and and Whitmore and hopefully uh nothing negative happens with Citadel the three witches or the three sisters like he's not even concerned with that at this point you know because again i think he he's sort of viewing them as a guide like through these visions that he's had in his sleep and his party's had in their sleep like they've led him to this point so do you I mean, think the armor the the gauntlets that you got the sisters citadel
0: the portals the old god do you think these are all connected or do you think it's
1: just remnants of an old world that you're stumbling upon no, I think they're obviously all connected. The sisters have led him here. The old god images were in the uh, you know in the cave that then led him to Citadel, who's then praised the sisters and mentioned the fact that he needs to get his weapons in his backpack. So, so he views that all of this is interconnected. In what way he doesn't know, and that remains to be seen.
0: All right, very interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, to batch recording. Love it or hate it, it's been working so far. And to coffee, <laughs> to coffee, <laughs> to uh, to
0: Citadel. God bless. I love the War Forge. To uh, the Old Gods
1: and the New alike. To dice empires. Oh, gentle.